Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Welcome to Second Half Now. Today's show is called Taking Care of Tomorrow's Priorities Today. We're going to be talking about that very important thing we all need to do in this age and stage of life. That very important thing is estate planning. Why is it so important? And how can you bless your family and the causes you care about by doing some good planning today? What all does estate planning include? And how can I find out what I can do today that will make a big difference later? We're going to explore these questions and many more with our guest in studio today, John Boylston, an estate planning attorney with a local law firm, Myatt & Bell. John, I've been saying for a few weeks to our listening audience that uh, we were going to be having on an estate planning attorney. And now, finally, finally, here you are. So um, I want to explain to them why this subject is important to me, because I'm at that stage where these are the things that really matter. These are the things that kind of wrap up the details, maybe, of what I've been working toward and working for for a long time. So I ask questions like, um, how can it uh, help me make decisions about anything that I might have left at the end of this life uh, to leave behind? I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be dancing in heaven. I'm going to be having a good time there. But I want to be careful about what it is that I leave behind, and you're going to help us with that. I want to know um, how to bless my kids and the Christian causes that are important to me. And as a pastor, I've always been interested in this because I want to help other people do the same. Whether they have a little or a lot, I want them to be able to be uh, intentional and strategic about how they leave things behind. And so um, I'm hoping that that's what we can talk about today. And welcome to the studio, John. And Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise, thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for being here. I think our listeners are going to be very uh, intrigued and also helped by the way that we talk. You and I, John, have talked a couple of times about what you do, and I'm very happy to uh, to have our listeners hear not only the details, but your heart and why this is important to you and why you even like doing what you do. So back to John in a minute. This is Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. And we are out at that 50-plus uh, stage when we're taking care of uh, business in our life. And uh, life has changed for us. We likely have uh, more discretionary time and money. Our relationships have changed. Our finances uh, continue to change. And what this show is about is helping all of us to uh, see the vision, to catch the vision of living a life with purpose and meaning a life with freedom and fulfillment, and a life that makes a difference. And we do that on this show by providing information and connections. Uh, Our guests are carefully selected, and uh, I pick them, those who have knowledge and integrity, and bring value to our show. So I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. Good to see you again, Denise. Thank you. I'm really happy to have a chance to meet you today. Uh, As Dan explained, those of us in this age bracket, we are being faced with all kinds of issues, and we are not all blessed with the interest, the motivation to do what you do, and what you do is so needed. So thank you for being here today. 
And if you'd take a minute, would you tell us a little about yourself and how you got interested in working in this area of estate planning? Absolutely. So I grew up here in the Portland metro area. I went to high school at Sunset High School in Beaverton. Uh, my parents still live in Beaverton, and my dad and stepmom live in the Portland area. So I'm a local native, but I went away for undergraduate at Westmont College in Santa Barbara, a great uh, Christian liberal arts institution, and then went down to law school at the University of Southern California. Uh, while at law school, I started looking around to try to figure out what type of law did I want to practice, and I had the opportunity to work at a large international law firm in Los Angeles. Uh, they've now got about 2,000 attorneys, and so I ended up working down there for a number of years after school uh, because it was a new experience, and it was something that I probably wouldn't be able to do if I'd moved back to Portland, but it always was my intention to return home. Uh, and so when I was able to make that move possible and return home in 2010, I wanted to look around and figure out what kind of practice did I want to have for the rest of my life. Uh, I had been primarily representing large institutions, Fortune 500 and Fortune 50 companies and complex transactions. And while it's really interesting work, uh, it's not always the most rewarding. Uh, I realized that I wanted to use my talents and my skills to build up families and build up the community of Portland because I just love this community so much. Uh, I wanted to help families deal with some of the difficult things that come up in everybody's life and make sure that families can stay together and be strengthened mm -hmm. and encouraged uh, to make the most out of difficult transitions. Uh, and my family has personally had a number of estate planning faux pas, if you will, before I became an estate planning attorney. And so it was a passion of mine to make sure that those things aren't, you know, other families don't have to go through those issues as well. And so I wanted to make sure that even my own family was taken care of. And that's why I became an estate planning attorney. You know, Dan, I'm listening here. And this is, this is a man who knows well why he does what he does. Yeah, isn't that great? There's, there's, mm -hmm. there's a, a solid conviction about the importance of this area and how it matches with, with who you are as a person and your life's experience. Absolutely. And I've been really blessed to be able to work at a law firm, Might and Bell, that shares that exact same passion as I do. It is our, our firm's mission to build up, strengthen, mm -hmm. preserve, and protect families. Uh, we help other people's families all the time, but we also protect our own families. And so we're really conscientious about that work-life balance. And as attorneys, sometimes we can work too hard and our family takes a back seat. And we actually make our own family's priorities as well because we know that we have to preserve, build up our own family before we're able to help other people's families. That's great to hear and so fitting for the type of businesses, as you state, Dan, that we uh, try to invite onto our show. Yeah, for sure. I wanted our listeners to uh, to hear how it is that we met, John, and it hasn't been that long ago, although we uh, did find out that we have many, many common connections. Isn't that just kind of the way it is in a in a city of the size of Portland? And when you're kind of plugged into the Christian and church communities, uh, it overlaps a lot. So uh, let's see, a couple months ago, was it January, the uh, conference? Yep, January. Okay. Yeah, at the um, Holiday Inn in Wilsonville. I attended a conference called The Upside of Downsizing, and it caters to and serves uh, the 50-plus people and uh, who are thinking about, well, what do I do? You know, we have a house that's too big or maybe not in the right location or whatever. And uh, 250 people turned out for this, uh, for this conference, and I was amazed. And um, the way that we met, John, is that you were one of the presenters, and uh, you were presenting was it it was what was the t exact topic title it was it was preserving and protecting your financial well-being and your yeah. financial future yeah and mary span the founder of the upside of downsizing is a great woman her and her husband founded the organization and the idea is to help other families 
figure out how to simplify their life when they're in this stage mm-hmm. and how to make things easier and how to protect themselves. And part of that, they really feel strongly that is having to stay plan is an important piece of this next phase of life. And so they asked me to come in and talk and tell their, their audience about what the different options are in estate planning and different ways that they can protect themselves, take care of themselves, and really how they can take care of their family as well. You know, and I think I was on the hunt even back then for an estate planning attorney to come on the show. And uh, we would like to have an estate planning attorney that's part of our regular referral network. So when we talk to folks and or they contact us and say, hey, I'm looking for some legal help or some estate planning help, uh, that's why I felt like uh, I believe that you placed a follow-up call because I had uh, filled out the form and said, yes, uh, please call me. And we had a chat on the phone, and I've been in your office a couple of times. The presentation itself was crisp. It was uh, clear. It was very uh, understandable. I was impressed with that, and that's the kind of estate planning attorney I would like to work with and like to have uh, exposed to our listening audience. And um, so I know that you can do that. That's where we're going to ask you some of those questions that uh, they didn't necessarily come out of that conference because it was, a, what, just a 30-minute? It was about 20 minutes. 20, really yeah. A tight yeah, set. yeah. So, but I really appreciate you uh, being here today, and I wanted to kind of have that context. So when uh, the first time we actually met in your office, it was with uh, James Autry, the executive director of Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest. And um, I don't know that you and he had met, but we uncovered so many of these common connections, and so we're part of the same family. Yeah, I used to say that, you know, what a small world we live in, and then I just realized it's Portland. Yeah. We're all yeah. connected by just one degree here, and so <laughs> yeah, right. I, I'm almost more surprised now when I run into somebody who we, where we don't have a previous prior connection yeah, exactly. or don't have some right. way where we know each other. And I also think that just speaks so highly of uh, this community that you're a part of and the Christian Chamber is a part of, mm-hmm. that everybody has so much respect and integrity, or respect for each other's and then personal mm-hmm. integrity, that we're always willing to work with the referrals that other people give us and help each other's clients out. And in that regard, uh, Dr. Dan, as far as anybody that had questions about estate planning, our firm is always willing to offer a complimentary estate planning consultation. Good. I love sitting down and just answering people's questions about this this complicated subject. And my goal is to always talk about estate planning in a way where I don't have to use any words that I learned in law school or later. Right, right. So I really just try to speak to people with where they're at and help them work through these sometimes complex content. Didn't concepts. we have that understanding, that agreement when I was in your office that you didn't use any law school uh, words <laughs> and I wouldn't use any seminary words? <laughs> exactly. We did. You weren't going to tell me, you know, break down the Greek uh, right. etymology of a word or anything right, like that. Right. Well, John, that's just great news for me. Uh, to know that there isn't a cost to that because for so many people that is so restrictive for them to just take that first step and find out what it is that they need to know and so I really appreciate your willingness to do that absolutely and that's part of what we're trying to do as a firm is be different from the traditional law firm model and be create a different kind of attorney client relationship in the old model an attorney got billed for every minute they spend working for a client Nothing was free, and the clock is always running. Right. So every six minutes, the client or the attorney would log another bill for the client. And that decentivizes clients from asking questions. Mm-hmm. It makes mm-hmm. it so they don't want to call the attorney and ask what's right. going on because they're going to get a bill for that call. Right. So when we do estate planning with clients, we really want to help them understand what they're going to do, help them understand what they might need, and not have to have them be afraid of getting a bill in the mail or having a bill that's much higher than they expected. We're very clear about what the bill is going to be right up front. Uh, for estate planning, we almost do everything on flat fee. 
Uh, occasionally there will be some other projects that we have to do hourly, but the vast majority of clients, it's a set fee from the beginning that we talk about what options they want based on what they select. They know what the price is going to be, and that's what it is. You know, I'm thinking of coming from my professional perspective here, and I can just, one of my professors said, as a clinical psychology, your body is your instrument, and you have to listen to it. Mm -hmm. And I just feel a, yeah. a sigh of relief. Yeah. If I yeah. were in your office, right. I think mm -hmm. I would feel very oh, relieved that I can move forward yeah. and not have a big bill, and I can ask my questions thoroughly, and of maybe I actually go down some rabbit trail it's not gonna it's not going to be catastrophic financially that's just great John would you take a minute and tell us uh, what your typical estate planning client is like what absolutely I would guess that my typical client is exactly the audience for this mm -hmm. show. yeah uh, most of our clients come in they're in their mid-50s or above their kids have graduated from college they're either retired recently or they're just now starting to think about retirement. And for whatever reason, that's when in life we start really to think about planning for our estate and how uh, we're going to pass on our assets to our kids. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, we also start thinking about incapacity and healthcare planning at that point. Uh, I find that my clients always want to know that there is somebody fully authorized and empowered to take care of them should they ever reach a point where they can't take care of themselves. And so that's a big part of estate planning. And I think just the way the psychology of it is, you know, Younger individuals, we sometimes think that we're immortal, That's and we right. don't really like to contemplate our own mortality. And so there is a certain element of that and maturity that has to happen before most clients can think about estate planning. That's not to say I don't have younger clients. I've had done trusts and estate planning for clients in their 20s and 30s, mm -hmm. but they're really the early adopters. The average client comes in in their mid-50s and is really wanting to get things settled and make sure that they have that sense of relief, like you talked about, right. Dr. Denise. And I talk about it as peace of mind. You know, I, it, I know it's a cliche, but that really is what clients get out of their estate plan at the end of the day. They have confidence that their plan will be followed. They understand what's in it, and they trust that their wishes are going to be honored once they're not able to articulate their wishes anymore. What you have articulated is would make Eric Erickson very proud of you because what this is is the developmental stage that we do enter into and uh, the, the need to leave a legacy the need to leave something behind to make our life have mattered is incredibly powerful at this stage of life. And, and the alternate is when we don't feel like we've done that, there's distress and hopelessness that go along with that. There's despair. So it's a great way to help people end their lives, those last years of their lives engaged in something very meaningful that will impact the generations coming up behind them. Absolutely. I think that there's, I've had a lot of clients who have told me that they stay awake at night worrying about this stuff before we get it done. And when they finish, they give me a hug. You know, when they sign their trust and they walk wow. out of it, they give me a hug and they're, they're just so happy it's done because <laughs> it's been on their to-do list for 10 years. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. How many couples have talked about doing estate planning? Oh, this is the year we're going to do it. I always get a rush of clients right around January 1st. And it's because they either meant to do it the year before and didn't get it done, or they made a New Year's resolution to do it. Yeah. And so then they come in. But for everybody else, it just sits on that to-do list for so long. And it lingers, and it worries at them, and it nags at mm -hmm. them. But once it's done, and once they really understand what they've done and why they've done it, then they get to relax. And they get to set that worry aside, and they get to move on for the next 30 or 40 years of their life. And just know that 
if something happens to them, their spouse is taken care of, their children are taken care of, and they'll be taken care of. That's right. You know, well-being is very important, and mm-hmm. it connects with what you originally were saying about, mm-hmm. about your mission and purpose coming back to Portland and the work that you're doing. And one of the things that we know from psychology is that it is those chronic stresses that wear us down. And so this is a fantastic opportunity for people to get rid of a chronic stress and improve their well-being today. What I find is people at that stage, in the mid-50s, this exact demographic, they have finally gotten to a point where they can make decisions about what's going to be meaningful and significant and important to them and for the future. So a lot of people would love to have uh, maybe, let's say, given more financially to their church or to ministries or mission causes or whatever else. But yeah, you know, I'm in there raising kids and paying for college or doing whatever. But now if they have more freedom, now they can own a sense of purpose, a sense of uh, contribution that's bigger than what Mm -hmm. they could have done otherwise. So they can make decisions, I'm assuming, maybe we'll get into that, um, that they can make decisions even with the proceeds from their life insurance and any other kind of investments that they have, and they can structure those and strategically or intentionally plan to bless and benefit um, things that they care about. Absolutely. For all my clients, when we do estate planning, a huge piece of that is to determine where their asset's going to go once they pass away. And for almost everyone, the first place is it will be there to take care of your spouse. Mm -hmm. My first priority in my estate plan is to make sure that my wife is taken care of if anything happens to me. And I know that that's most people's first priority. So there's a way that that's where they go first. It's all the assets are there to take care of the spouse. And then after the spouse passes, you collectively get to determine where you want your assets to go. And most people, a big chunk of it's going to go to their children, but it's also going to go to the other passions of their heart, the nonprofits where they volunteered or spent their time and their money Mm -hmm. uh, over the course of their life. And we talk about a number of different ways to make all of those gifts uh, as beneficial as possible, to get extra bang for your buck, so to speak, you know, to eliminate some taxes, which leaves more money to to go to the children uh, or nonprofits and charities and things like that. So how and where we leave our money is a big conversation I have with every client. More about that right after the break. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Life is a journey, and it really helps to have a roadmap, especially during your golden years of life. There are at least 80 senior living communities and 1,100 adult care homes in just the greater Portland-Vancouver metro area. At no cost to you or your family, you can plan now for the right fit for yourself or loved ones. Golden Placement Services is the roadmap to your new home. In four simple steps, assessment, research, touring, and follow-up, the Golden Girls will help you prepare for the next part of your journey. We found Golden Placement Services to be very helpful to us in locating a care facility for our father. They asked good questions to ascertain what kind of facility we were looking for. We were taken to a few homes that fit the criteria we were seeking, and we're very happy with the care our dad's receiving from the facility found for us by Golden Placements. Visit our website at goldenplacements.com to learn more. That's goldenplacements.com or call one of the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help. 
with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. We really appreciate our sponsors. They are the ones that uh, make this show possible. And uh, there's also a business collaborative community that uh, of a number of sponsors that are uh, helping to support the work of uh, reaching out to boomers and beyonders with value and uh, with integrity. And so we have uh, John in our studio today. We're going to get right back to that in a moment. But I do want to uh, share with you the list of our sponsors in addition to the two that you've heard just now, Dignity Memorial and Golden Placement Services, also of our sponsors are 24-7 Properties, 180-Degree Cash Flow Strategies, Northwest Web Construction Company, and uh, partnerships with Warner Pacific College and Multnomah University. So uh, we are very appreciative of those partnerships and sponsorships that are working with us to bring you value and content, such as this show today. Again, thanks for being with us, John. Absolutely. When we left for the break, the th process that you were talking about, the way you go about working with a family, sounds like there's a s systematic way you move through. Can you tell us more about that? Absolutely. Whenever I'm doing an estate plan for a client, there are a few key goals that we're always trying to accomplish. The first goal is understanding how we're going to take care of the family the roadmap of how and where assets will go. The second goal is to make sure that we've got tax planning in place. Uh, there are tax laws out there that are complex, but there are ways that we can follow the letter of the law and reduce taxes as much as possible. And even in many cases, we can eliminate the Oregon estate tax and in some instances eliminate a federal estate tax uh, just by using some pre-planning and just following the letter of the law. The next major piece of any estate plan is incapacity planning. And this is a huge one today. Clients, uh, we all live so much longer than we used to. We've got great, su such great life expectancy, but at the end of life, we have some period of incapacity, some period where we need help. The current average that I hear in the market is somewhere between four and six years of assisted living. Uh, and at some point in there, each of us will lose our ability to make our own financial and medical decisions. Right. So incapacity planning, the planning that we do, is to make sure that somebody's empowered and authorized to speak for you, to make healthcare decisions for you, and to make medical decisions for you when you get to the point that you can't make those decisions for yourself. Right. So those three goals are really the core pieces of any estate plan. And the tools that we use to get there are a little different depending on what the client wants and the makeup of their estate. But the two primary tools are either a will or a living trust. And depending on whether you have a will or a living trust, it ends up working out a little bit differently for the family down the road and you have more control with a living trust than you do with a will, but they're both great options and things that we talk to all of our clients about. 
that is that is just such a great synopsis summary of uh, not only what you provide but what people need to be thinking about taking care of for their family thank you so much john dan i know we're getting pretty near the end of our show today yeah but just the first half because we got the whole second half over on uh, part two on the podcast uh, just to pick up on a couple things you're saying there, John, is it, I forget what the number is, and it might have changed since I heard it, the likelihood of, let's say, a person like me, the likelihood of uh, being incapacitated is actually greater at certain ages than uh, of actually dying. So I'm not sure what the how to frame that. Do you have something? I don't actually know the numbers on that, Dan, but that okay. in our experience and with working with our clients, that is uh, definitely true. It is very likely that each of us at some point will lose capacity before we pass away. We yeah. will, uh, I, you know, at some point I will need somebody there to make decisions for me because I just, the way we age and the way our brain uh, at, at later on in life can deteriorate a little bit. You know, it starts with memory loss and often then flows into dementia or Alzheimer's. And when that will happen to me, I just won't be able to take care of myself or make good decisions for myself anymore. And that's what you can help me and the others of our listeners and Denise as well by putting those kinds of things in place ahead of time. So then, because we have capacity now yes. and we can make those decisions and put that in place. Absolutely. Right. Uh, any good estate plan will include incapacity planning to ensure that whoever you want to make decisions for you is authorized to do so. Right. And that reminds me of one of our other guests who has absolutely reminded us the power of choice mm. and how much easier it is for people to make decisions when they understand they need they need to have some choice in the matter and they will lose choice if they don't act now or Absolutely. sooner rather than later estate planning is really empowering yourself it's empowering you know you get to make your own decisions and you have all the authority and validation to do that now so right. no one's taking away your power you're being empowered right and that is about the time that we have on this segment but we're going to carry it over to part 2 which is available on our website and uh, John is going to carry over with us, and we're going to get back to the subject, taking care of tomorrow's priorities today. Just as a little bit of a look ahead, we have uh, the Golden Girls coming back in. Uh, we will be uh, catching up with them and uh, their senior facility placement services. How is it that your family can get the professional services of helping a loved one find just the right senior residence and get that help at no cost to the family? Wow. That's absolutely amazing. Then we have another gentleman we're going to have on the phone from Phoenix uh, who's going to help us understand uh, the answer to this question, why we baby boomers think the way we do. So I'm anxious to hear about that. So, so folks, that is it for this side. Of course, we want to go to secondhalfnow.com to hear the rest. John's got more information and we have more questions. So um, tune in every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m., KKPZ 1330, right here and then go to the podcast, uh, to the website for the rest. So if you have suggestions or if you want to get in touch with John Boylston, our guest uh, in studio today, if you have questions or suggestions for uh, future shows, uh, we want you to go to the website and fill in a, a contact form and turn that in. So uh, that's what we've got for today. How can you leave money uh, for your kids so that you help them and not hurt them, John? We're going to hear the answer to that on the other side. All right. Thank you for listening today. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. 
Let's continue our conversation with estate planning attorney John Boylston on part two of our website, secondhalfnow.com. See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.